0: Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are new to this channel, you don't quite know how to find your way around. I would recommend that you use the playlists that are available on the channel dashboard To find the channel dashboard, all you have to do is look below the video and you'll see the channel icon and name. Click that and it takes you to the main page. If you click videos there, you'll see all the videos in a row, but if you click playlist just a little further down on the menu options, I think they say home, they say videos, they say about, playlists, community. If you click the playlist, then you can find much of the information on this channel organized for you by theme. So there is themes of the supernatural, there are themes concerning what does God call sin. The sin series is there. The America series is there. In the America series, God is detailing why he has judged the nation of America. Many people come to the channel and they struggle with confusion. Well, why is God only talking about America? Everybody else sins the same sin. So why is she so focused on the United States? I'm not focused on the United States. I'm here bringing forth the word of the Lord and the Lord has singled out America for her time of judgment. America, this nation is under judgment. Foreign nations, if you are listening, you are watching the real-time decisions of God concerning one of the most powerful nations that has ever been, that has ever existed in the modern world. You are watching in real time, whether you are inside the United States or outside the United States when you see this video, you are watching in real time what God says when it comes to the end times, concerning what most people consider a key player in end times prophecy. America is going to be irrelevant in end times prophecy because America is not going to participate in end times prophecy as a major player. End times prophecy is going to happen to this nation. This nation is going to be a very strong portrayal, a very clear picture to all countries Out there of what happens to a people what happens to a landmass what happens to even the animals that rest upon that nation when they in biblical words go a whoring after other gods America is going to be the live example of what God did to the people that he chose in the Bible long ago Israel most of their punishments. I have detailed them. So if you're new to the channel and you have questions, my best advice to you is familiarize yourself with the lay of the land. You have not come to one of the run run of the mill, repetitive, vague, God told me kind of channels. You have come to a place where everything has been meticulously documented since the year 2012 when the Lord began to speak to me and tell me that we are in the last of the last days. And the charge he gave me, Celestial, is prepare for me a people fit to meet me. I've been repeating that ever since I started to write the prophecies in May of 2019. I'm still repeating it now in video ministry in March of 2023, and it must bear into our hearts very deeply what it means to be fit to meet God. What does it mean to be fit? Is it fitness according to how men see it? Is it fitness according to how your pastor has told you? Or is it fitness according to the scripture? And what happens after that when you are not found a person fit to meet God? Think about it deeply. What other ending can there be for you? If God going through the basket of fruit finds one that is bruised and busted up and crusted up and dying and rotting because of sin. You've been in the basket of Christianity a while. You've had a Bible available to you for a while. What happens to fruit that don't make the cut? Are the fruit expecting for Jesus to wave a magic wand over them if they are persistent in iniquity and sin and say, but oh God, I'm part of the basket. You owe me. Or is he not going to do what John the Baptist said all those centuries ago when he said, even now the ax is laid to the roots of the trees. And then after that, they shall be cast into the fire. The pastors are negligent. They do not teach verses like this. They have produced a very complacent, soft and and entitled type of Christian that thinks that they, they, God owes them so much and they have to do nothing. They just have to look in the air and say, oh, he cometh, he cometh, he surely is coming. But he said to me that he is coming for those who are fit to meet him. So that narrows the criteria down quite a bit. So if you are new and you've never been in a place like this, my strong suggestion to you would be to go to the playlist and begin to look through the different themes and work through the first theme that God gave me to start the video ministry with. The first theme that I was tasked with here on video is Russia and China. And that is what this entire video is about. This entire video, however long it may take, is about Russia, Is about China. The Lord has said to me that the things he told me not to talk about in 2019, he said, tell them and reveal it to them. Because when I saw those things, honestly, it dried up my saliva. When I saw some of the things and I thought, but Lord, Lord, and he said, this is man's inhumanity to man. And that the wars of the end times, the wars of the future are going to be fought with weapons that cannot be conceived at this time. The only people who might have an inkling of what I'm going to talk about in this video are people who watch things like the Avengers and Marvel Universe and Cinematic Universe and the X-Men. Only they are going to say, well, I've seen this type of thing in the comic books. So I'm going to be meticulous in this video. I'm going to go over everything that God gave me this morning when I woke up because I said to him last night, Lord, I would like to wake up early today and spend time with you before church. And I thought it was going to be time for us. The entire two hours that I was up, God was showing me from scripture, Ezekiel chapter 11, which I'm going to read out. I'm going to go through a lot of scripture today. So if you have your Bible, get your Bible. I'm not going to be reading word for word because it makes the videos very long, but you are free to follow along. And when you hear me paraphrasing, you will be able to go back and see all the points that I will be touching according to what the Father has given me today. This is not going to be an easy video. So if you are here and think that prophecy is only true when your flesh likes it or when it matches what you've been hearing on other channels, you are totally out of luck if you are here you are used to hearing celestial speak you are used to my style you are used to the fact that i know that when i sit here i am tasked to let these arrows fly why because until the shield that is on most people's hearts is pierced the entire point of this channel cannot come to pass The point of this channel is not fear mongering. It is not doom and glooming. It is not any of the things that people call me. The point of the master's voice is to bring whoever will hear and believe to repentance. If you will go to your knees and repent first of your personal sin, do not repent for your trans son. Do not repent for the things that your husband is doing. Do not point your finger at the elites. The elites will be taken by strong people to the island of the damned, wherever that is, to face their own judgments. God says that those people will consume themselves. They will do their own hunger games at themselves. Do not concern yourself with the punishment of others because I can promise you hell is big enough for them and you too if you do not repent of sin, of fornication of idolatry, of man worship, of denying God, of being a mocker and a scoffer in the very generation that God says that the mockers and scoffers, the wrath of God will abide over them. Don't worry about anybody else's oxygen mask. Worry about your own. When you have sought the Lord and you have obtained his own promises, I have got you. I know you, I hear you. Then you can become an intercessor. You cannot be an effective intercessor. If your hands are dirty in the presence of God, the only person you can really cry out for is yourself. If you know that you are locked in certain issues that you have been wrestling. And every time you come to this channel, you get pierced. It is good for you to be pierced. It is good for you to mourn your sin. You will not have to mourn that sin forever. We are not to carry on in a constant trend of condemnation. But when apostle Peter was preaching in the book of Acts chapter two, the people didn't listen and say, hmm, this is intriguing. It says they were cut to the heart when he told them what they had done to Jesus, how they had rejected the ministry of the Christ himself who walked among them. They were cut to the heart, and they cried out. They didn't ask in an interesting fashion, what do you think we should do, Peter? No, they cried out. They were hurt. They were moved. Peter's arrows found their mark, and they cried out, what must we do to be saved? They caught the urgency of what Peter was saying to them, and they cried out. To cry out means that you're having trouble with what you're hearing and you want to know how to escape the judgments. To cry out means that you're not listening with this Harvard, MIT academic. She seems, yes, I agree. No, you've moved past all that. You have caught the urgency of the moment for yourself, for your wife, for your children, for your colleagues at work that you can see are passing away, that the wrath of God is abiding over them. You have caught it, and now you want to know what is the way of salvation. The Lord said to tell you that he is going up to a very high mountain. Please listen to me. When you hear high mountain, does this sound like something easy to get to? Does this sound like the theology of the day? Oh, God will just come and just wrap you up in in his reckless love. Are, Are the things you are hearing out there matching up with what you hear? Here. God says he is going to a very high mountain. And I said before I closed the channel some months ago, I saw him going up the mountain with this majestic train of a robe behind him. And he said to me, you, meaning me put your little feet exactly where you see my footsteps and come up with me. And I declared in one of the videos, I saw God go up the mountain and I am going up the mountain with him. And a young woman came and she shared a dream on rumble and said, celestial I saw that the earth had come to a time of tumult and trial and the world was in floods of darkness. And a small group of us gathered to you. A small bunch of us came and you told us, we are going up the mountain for safety. At the top, we will be safe. And she said that I turned and I began to climb and I did not look back. And she said the mountain was so hard to climb. She said it seemed as if the mountain was fighting her. And she had a little one with her, her daughter. And she was crying out, Celestial, the mountain is too hard. But I did not look back and I have to say that is an extremely accurate dream. She said that I did not turn to look back to see how she was handling the mountain because I had already told her and all the people, do not stop for any reason. Climb this mountain until we reach the top. And she said she had to stop focusing on crying out for help. She had to stop focusing on, Celestial, can you help me? She realized that it was her and that mountain and she started to climb. And then her daughter began to cry out, Mama, the mountain is too hard for me. And she turned to her daughter and she said, you have to climb it. And she said that all the people who paused, all the people who stopped, all the people who started to complain, it's just, I don't know where it's got. The water rose up the mountain and carried those people away. But she said that those who reached the summit, we watched and the water did not reach the peak and we were safe. God is saying that we are going up to an inconceivably high place. Sacrifices will be required in homes that your 15-year-old and your 12-year-old do not think are fair. If you are going to listen to the mouths of people who don't pay rent or taxes, it's going to get tough at your house. Parents who want to be the friends of children. This was not the introduction I planned, but the arrows will fly. Praise God. If you're going to run a democracy instead of a parent-led home, at this stage, your children are going to stumble you. Because the socialist, neo-Nazi, communist, mixed North Korea type government is coming. And they will sow greatly to the lusts of your children, offering them gadgets and new bodies and all kinds of trendy things. They will socialize these children. These children will be worse than the children in North Korea when it comes to supporting the government, following the government, believing the government, going after the government, taking the government's side, reporting you on the phone, and having you having you taken away by the beast government so if you as a father if you as a single mother if you as a single dad if you as a 25 year old nephew that lives with your sister cannot pitch in for the raising of these children who at the moment are beating the autistic children and trying to throw them on the train tracks here in new york if you will not step in now and apply the brakes The Bible says you spare the rod, you spoil the child. America says, no, but he's so young and he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's five years old and he totally knows what he's doing. He is growing that hard seed of obstinacy in him, which is the sin that we are all born with. And instead of you trying to weed that thing out before he becomes a 10-year-old that starts stealing from your purse, You're pouring the water of your love on it so that it can become a big, strong tree that will put you in new world order jail one day. People are complicit in their own downfall. God was speaking of people who are still in sexual immorality. People who are still masturbating and trying to have academic discussions about, well, is there any specific scripture? Any specific scripture that talks about it so you need a specific scripture because you cannot be ministered to by what God called the creation the creation he speaks about it in Romans chapter 1 and says all that man needs to know of God is evidenced by what the creation who do we see in the original creation story a man and his wife they are given to one another for companion one being shorter than the other companionship, love, fidelity, loyalty, and yes, sexual intimacy. So the Lord was speaking to me this morning and tell them how despicable are you in my sight when you fornicate, when you are not married and you lie down with man after man. He said to tell you you're, you're married to all the men. So you and your 50 husbands, you and your 70 wives, as you walk in the street, You are soul-tied to all the people that you have laid down with. If you do not repent of that, repent of them. If you can remember their names, name them to God and apologize to God for using your body as a temple of sexual immorality. But then he said, how much more despicable are those? This is your wife. This is your husband. You don't even have another human being to fornicate with. And so this is your partner. This is your relief. This is the one who gives pleasure. This is the one to whom you say, my wife, my beloved. Masturbating. And then you want to discuss it and ask for a scripture. The wrath of God abides over you too. Who do this? Unless you repent of this sin. God said to tell you that the judgment reserved for idolaters and fornicators will come upon you. And a scripture is the one in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 9. It says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. That means don't let anything lie to you. This includes those in the churches who tell you, oh no, it's the growing pains of a man. It's the growing pains of young women. It's just the sexual urges as they grow up. That is actually unbridled lust, lust that is burning out of control, lust that is like the Aurora Borealis in these end times. It's burning out of place. It's burning out of time. It's burning out of its correct circumstance. It is not contained in the hearth of one man, one wife. If you're out there and you're laying down with people and you think that it's your right because it's your body and you think that God knows your heart, God knows that your heart is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. And God is sending out these last grappling hooks. Please listen. He is sending out these last grappling hooks to grab you from hellfire. You do not want to go into hellfire. You may find my mouth hot, but I promise you. When the rich man was put into hell, he testified to father Abraham and Lazarus, who was lying in Abraham's bosom, that hell was so hot that he just wanted a few drops of water to be put on his lips for relief. Whatever you think my mouth is doing to you, it's not nice. She's not friendly the way she puts it. How can you want to be befriended in sin? How do you want a friend when you are a gossiper? You bear false witness. You lie against other people at work because you secretly covet their jobs. So it's the gossiping, the lying, the covetousness, and the jealousy four strikes against you. But you want to hear it in an easy fashion. Why? Because this generation doesn't want to feel bad. We don't want to feel bad. When we feel bad, it's judgment. How can a woman be sitting and being judgy McJudge? God gave me that authority. I am speaking in the Father's authority. If I speak of my own authority, turn the video off and go and watch live stream Elmo. You won't be convicted by Elmo. You won't be convicted by Rick Warren and friends. They don't care for your soul. They don't care about where you're going. They don't care that in in hellfire, it is hot and there is no one who will put water on your lips. They have not trained you you have not been disciplined in the truth of God's word. You do not allow the scripture to wash you, and so you are defiled. How do you want friendship in that condition? How do you not want a drill marshal to tell you, left foot, left, right foot, right? Come out of the pit and wash your clothes before you are taken away suddenly in the whirlwind of judgment. That is coming not only upon the United States, but upon all nations. How do you want friendship and a hug? Instead of what God says, every son who is mine, I chastise, I rebuke, I discipline. Why you have to be disciplined to understand the tenets of the Bible. The rules of this kingdom. This is not a lawless kingdom. This is not a kingdom of chaos. There's rules in Christianity. There's order. God is a God of order. How do you want to be disorderly, rebellious in sin and then still crave friendship and not the correction that saves? God says if he cannot correct you, then you are not a son, not a son, you are bastard. You hear rebuke and you cast it off. You hear correction, you hear the truth and then you want to send an email just to discuss in private. Is it really true what I'm saying? Do you really think I will depart from what has disciplined me for you? What has chastised me? What has rebuked me and brought me in line? Do you think that I will leave it to be a friend to you? in iniquity and defile myself also and fall a foul of Romans chapter one and verse 32 you who know that these sins what sins all the sins that are listed from Romans chapter one verse 18 all the way down to 32 a shocking list of sins disobedient to parents immoral unloving unkind unsubmitted men who lie with men women who go outside of the natural order and burn with lust for each other a ton of things those who devise wicked schemes and the final sin in verse 32 you that knows that these sins shall be judged by god as deserving the penalty of death you not only approve of them you also do them imagine to read the Bible for all these years, to understand what this man is saying. And then to think that I will come out from under this tent that keeps the acid rain of judgment off my head. And I will come and embrace you in the mud pit because you want me to be nice and you want me to be understanding and you want me to please explain in the email, even though sin is sin. Is your sin, sin? To those who have ears to hear, come out of your fornications. God was hammering this on me as if I'm a Friday night special. Wrath is abiding on you. These creatures... God was saying that when the time comes for these overlords and princes that monitor and and manage lusts, specifically sexual lust, but other types as well. He was telling me celestial, when they are masturbating in their rooms and those demons, those overlords manifest. God says that they will hear the thumping of that thing knocking you around your room like a rag doll. And he said, tell them that even if their father did 20 tours in Iraq and their mother is a crack shot with a rifle, the father and the mother will be paralyzed with fear to hear their child being whacked around in that room by something that they can't see. He said, they will exit the premises and they will leave you with the consequences of what you brought upon yourself. This is for people who fornicate. This is for people who are in homosexual relationships. This is for people who are cruising the schools. R. Kelly, looking for 15 year old girls to entice with money and cell phones because you know that these young children's brains are lustful, not fully formed. You want to take them off course and destroy them and ease your lusts upon them. South Africa, touching and defiling the babies. The wrath of God is waiting upon you because one of the things that the Lord was telling me about today is saying that the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And I went and I looked at the scripture and it's much deeper but the layer that God was speaking of is saying the iniquity of the Amorites in America has come due we always say that the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full there was a warfaring, pagan extremely lustful people in the Old Testament the Amorites and God was speaking to father Abraham and he said to him Abraham The iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. That is God saying that these Amorites that sin, that commit human sacrifice, that go to war and plunder, that have pagan sex rituals, that have orgies and are given to much wine and much iniquity, they are sinning and I'm watching them. But the sin has not yet reached the level where I will judge. So this is a caution To the Christians who always speak against the Lord, well, what kind of God lets a baby get raped? I can't follow a God like that. And there are people who are genuinely also cut in the heart. Celestial, I've been crying out to God for these children in captivity for so long. And sometimes I'm just torn by the fact that he has all the power in the world and he won't move. The iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. God knows exactly when he's going to give a human trafficker a heart attack. It's not your business. You don't make hearts, so you don't get to decide when they stop beating. Oh, the elites are doing this and the elites are doing that. They surely have. They surely have. But God knows which of the elites he's going to bring out and and dust off and get to start evangelizing among their friends. Especially, I'm speaking of the people in Hollywood. God has some of them that he will polish, but he told me, my child, the most of them, they are going to fear the covenants that they are under. And no matter what you say to them, they will not come out from those covenants because they fear the devil more than they fear me. Fair enough. But some of them are going to come out. Just like I know that some of you are going to come out. If I counted myself a judge, as I'm always falsely accused by so many, Why would I keep polishing if I didn't think there were nuggets of gold yet in the stream for me to get? I don't own the stream. I don't own the gold. I'm working for the master Jesus Christ. So I show up every day and I polish, polish away because I know that somewhere out there, there is gold underneath the lead, the dirt, the dust, the used condoms. Somewhere there is stuff that will please Jesus. I polish, polish away because I have hope. Despite what America has shown me of itself, I continue to have hope, why? Because Jesus gives me hope, that my labor will not be in vain. I polish, polish away, and every now and then I get an email, you electrified me and God told me exactly what I should stop doing and I'm stopping it right now. Thank you, woman of God. And that's enough. If I don't reply, it's still enough, I've seen it. Continue in your repentance, continue until your repentance is complete, You will know when it's complete because you will feel like Mount Vesuvius is off your shoulders. And you will know that when you speak to God, wrath no longer abides on you. Whatever it is you did, when you repent correctly, it's done. He will not bring it up. If you don't bring it up, my advice is don't bring it up. You want God to judge sin? God will judge sin in his own timing. When the iniquity is full for many countries that you America always claim, they do the same as us. Guess what? Their iniquity is not full. And if enough people share these videos to English speaking countries, at least because this is the only language I've got on me until at least God brings me trusted people who will not corrupt this work and it can be put into other languages. When other people hear these videos, they will do what America has never done. They will draw back their foot from the pit. They will be like Nineveh. They will be like right sackcloth on the donkey, sackcloth on my three-year-old, my 15-year-old, my wife, my neighbors, sackcloth for everybody. They will repent. They will do what we can't seem to do in this country without discussion and rebuke and refusal. And I don't believe this. And I think the other prophet has a better approach than she does. God loves people, but God is not the friend of sinners. God cuts off sinners suddenly. They fall to the ground like Herod Antipas, who was in the middle of a very proud speech and got struck by an angel and dropped and died of worms. God is not obligated to match any cookie cutter biscuit cutout that has been made for him. He is outside of our expectations we must conform to him he is never going to conform to us when other countries hear this word some of them will draw back their foot from the pit some of them will repent enough of the people will be chastised enough and come away from the cliff edge australia is one such nation god said australia you have become a goat emulating the sins of america almost perfectly like canada But God says that though you Australia as are a goat, he will punish you. He will tenderize you with floods and other judgments. You will have harsh droughts. And he said that several of your towns are going to sink and be no more. This will have to be a separate video. He was just telling me a few days ago, celestial, they don't know that many nations in this world will be completely submerged. God is not just going to come to a country and press it and it will go under. It will just rain and 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 rain on you until the land gives up and just goes flooded out, collapsed, mudslides, landslides, terrible tragedies that I spoke about before I took my break, incredible, impossible loss of life flooding as judgments, flooding for cities full of sin. And God was speaking of Australia and New Zealand and said he will hit and batter you with floods. You will either repent or you will go under the water. America's judgment, I've already covered it. God says that America is Atlantis, that this nation will go completely submerged, sinking down, down, down to wherever the seabed is. There won't be anything here. That is going to be one of the last things that happens. A country that is submerged, a country that is made subservient to its enemies. How can you be a player in the last days? How can you expect to see the name America the Great written in prophecy? It's not anywhere. And yet God has shown me in so many passages where America's death is by Russia, Gog, that was what happened this morning before tea before breakfast before anything looking into the scripture early morning dawn singing songs to god and hearing about how the burial of an empire will take place no matter what the imperians of that empire think or have to say about it if you are in this country and you are given over to sin kneel down by your bed and confess your sin to God. That is how the people did it when John the Baptist was baptizing. It didn't say they came and they said, what's what's going on here? What denomination are you with? No, because wise people, when they see that there is a sword coming, they come close to the holy things and say, how can I get involved? How can I be connected? The Pharisees heard That hot fire coming out of the mouth of John Baptist. And they came to be baptized. And he didn't refuse them. He only rebuked them. He exposed their sin. The exposure of sin is paramount. If you hate to hear sin exposed and you hate to hear sin spoken about, what are you doing in the only religion that starts and deals with and ends with? What sin is, how to avoid it, and how it will all be judged at the final time. If you hate to hear about sin, you're in the wrong place. What are you saved from? Your sin. Who is Jesus, the savior of sinful people? This story is bound up with the iniquity of man, and man hates to hear about his own iniquity. This is a huge confusion to me. You want to wear the title, I am saved, Jesus is Lord, but you don't want to deal with the nitty gritties of what are you saved from? Who rescues us? A sinless savior, what does he rescue us from? Our sin that is with us. Who will save me, wretched man that I am. From what? From this body of sin. Can be read two ways, this body, That sins and this body of sin, the whole big collection of my actions, my deeds, my words, my desires that are eating me up at night until I have to put my hand on myself. But if anyone speaks to me about it, I'm going to justify myself and say, well, who is she and what denomination is she with and who gives her the right? I have heavenly rights to open, to tear down, to root up to plant, to rebuke, to bind up in his strength. I have those rights. You were not there when he gave them to me. And you cannot explain how, when I use them, every gift laid down at his feet, they are so highly effective and they keep pulling people out of the mud. If I had not these things, why are the people coming out of the pit? People keep coming out of that pit when you are fasting and the devil is telling you what are you doing all this for you tune him out fasting is a great wall against demons serpents spirits the yoga that you've been doing for 15 years that you should have stopped by now because it wraps that kundalini python around you so tight The Lord telling me this morning, when they continue with that yoga, they will start to have asthma attacks at night when they're sleeping. (gasps) Asthma attacks in the studio. Why will you be having those attacks? He said that python is going to constrict. That's what they do. That kundalini demon is like this around some of you. You went to the yoga, you came to God, you never repented of the yoga. You don't know why today, to this day, you can't speak in tongues. To this day, you cannot manifest the power of the Holy Ghost. When you speak, everyone is like, well, I don't know, but have you tried Buddhism? You're trying to offer people Jesus, they're trying to offer you something else. Why? The words are limp and dead and powerless. Because all your old sins are still married to you. You came into the kingdom, you confessed Christ, and nobody ever taught you how to truly work out your own salvation with with prayer, with fear and trembling, with humility, with submission to the kingdom of God. What does it mean to submit to the kingdom of God? It means that whatever the Bible says, you agree with. Whatever the Bible says is a good thing to do, you're busy trying to figure out, how do I do it in the modern world? Worship in those days, sheep, bulls, goats, I can't do those things. There are bylaws in my neighborhood. But then he says, the lifting of my hands is a sacrifice. I'm going to lift these hands, even if I'm in a conservative church where lifting the hands is frowned upon. Whose frown is going to stop your worship? Whose disapproval keeps you limited today? Who are you trying to please? Jesus or Pastor Bob and Sister Henderson? You have one life to live. God told me to let it fly. Let it fly, I will. I went off the air because the Lord spoke to me and said, daughter, live your life. You don't have that much time left. Time is much shorter than at first you thought When I gave that two good years prophecy, people were like, okay, that means it's 2022 plus two more years. Okay, so everything has to happen by 2024 minus two and carry over the one. And if it doesn't happen like that, then she's a liar. You've got two more good years to get it right, to fix that marriage and stop doing nonsense and blaming one another and letting the devil get in the middle of your marital bed. And letting the devil get in the middle and each person is trying to be superior to the other person as if god never told you that marriage is a joint yoke two oxen pulling in one direction as if god never told you that just because the bible says a bishop should have one wife and be the head over his household you don't have to be a bishop you can be the bishop of your own house. Your household should be well run. Your children should be respectful and not known shoplifters at the Walmart near you. He told me it's time to focus on yourself. It's time to focus on these plans that you've been deferring for a while. When I left here, I never intended to come back here. It was the prayers of people. I know it was you out there. Pulling on God, pulling on God. Where is she? Let her come back. And the Lord scratching on my heart, you should. And I'm saying, but Lord, what, what about just scratching on my heart? And here I am back. And it will be for good fruit if I have to be back. So help me, it will be for good fruit. We are not doing sin in this place. If you love sin, you will be literally ejected by the words of my mouth. Like the automatic pilot out of the sea. This place will eject you. You will not be able to remain here. If you love sin, if you make excuses for sin, if you are out there supporting sin, Instead of out there with your little cloth, polishing yourself, and then trying to polish those children and trying to polish your best friend. So we can all go polished to the top of this mountain. This channel will drive you out because of the fire of God that is here. But to who remains, refinement is here. That's what fire does. It purges. All the little smears. And all the little whatever's, they will burn off. All the little softy softy and the need and, and, well, you know, I just wish. No, your little soft feelings will be burnt off. Because when Russia comes here, Russia does not care for your feelings. They are not softy softy. The times that are coming are extremely challenging. The prophecy that God has given me is that you will be tested He said, you will be tested everything in you, shaken everything in you. Only what cannot fall away will not fall away. He said, these tests will test you to prove who you are, whose you are. Not so important who you are, but that bit, whose you are, is only two teams, God, Satan. Oh my goodness. Imagine being tested. They polish you off. Like these little scratch-off lotto cards, and then they look, and it says Lucifer on the card. Good grief. Who will care for soft feelings in the day that burns like an oven? And the wrong name is scratched off on your card. The test starts scratching you and find that you are just a complainer, faithless, no grit, no stamina, you cannot go the long haul. There are people who are 85 years old and they have got the endurance of a long distance Kenyan marathon runner. And then there's 35 year old people, hi, you know, I'm just making this video to just share, you know, this dream that God gave me. The minute you light the kerosene on them boof, in flames, absolutely nothing in the tank they're old people who can't endure anything because they never stored up strength in the day of their strength they gave away all their strength to the world and now there's nothing in them and by contrast they are young people who are wise beyond their years i see them coming from the little various little appy apps Hi, I saw you on this app and I I just my spirit liked you and I came to to learn more. God bless you. God bless you. Wherever you find yourself today, it is time to kneel by the old bedside and get that Psalm 23, Psalm 91 engine cranked and running. Because the days are evil, and that is all I will say for now. I will give the prophecy, this was just exhortation, the kind of thing that comes from the belly of a person who does not let the pilot light of her stove go out. Old pastor always used to say, flies do not sit on a hot plate. Flies do not sit on a hot plate. That means the demons, the devils, having a split mind, loving Jesus, but loving the world, loving Jesus, but loving sin, loving Jesus, but loving sinners. At the same time, we should pray for them. We shouldn't judge them in videos. Let's pray for them. You pray for them. You pray for them. If God tells me anyone is under his judgment to speak that judgment, I will speak it in all the colors and let the tree fall where it lies. This is celestial and this is the master's voice. This is the speaking of the Holy Spirit into the earth, to all nations, to the United States primarily. Judgment is upon you, America, and you will see both the high towers and the lowly hills and valleys going down in the time period that is ahead. When God says two good years, he means that nothing is good about the years that we are going through. But we will look back in hindsight. When we get to the years that are after these two, we will say, we will even say, I miss COVID. I miss the persecution of COVID. That's what we will say. If we knew how good we had it back in 2020, if we only knew that the gas prices of 2023 and 2021, were nothing compared to what we will be paying at the pump in the future when all the artificial means of manipulating the economy come out. When this train is headed right off the track and there's nothing more that they can do to fake that we are in good times, we will look back from those years that are ahead back at the next two years and say, I didn't know that coming home exhausted from working two jobs was a blessing because in those days I had two paychecks but now unemployment is through the roof and I don't even have any. I've lost my apartment. I've had to move back to my mom's house with these three kids and I just don't know how I'm going to stand it. That's what it means. It doesn't mean do math. And try to figure out when Joe Biden is going to die. It means that enjoy it now while it's lasting because it's going to get way, way worse. God bless you. Until I see you again, goodbye.